0: was created out of a moment of failure and desperation yeah. Yeah.
1: welcome everyone to the driving vision podcast brought to you by the Ziegler auto group i'm your host sam dark and here with me auto group director of talent development mike van ryan welcome mike hey thanks sam be sure to subscribe to the podcast like it if you do and leave a comment Hey, everybody, today's podcast delivers another featured guest in the Ziegler Speaker Series. So why do we at an auto group put resources into great presenters to speak to our teams? Many auto groups would say, hey, go sell cars, go sell service, process another deal. We say meet you in the Ziegler locker room, our training room. Why do we do that? Well, hopefully by now you're getting the sense that we learn from the best everywhere, in the best industries. In fact, this Monday we had Michigan State football coach Mel Tucker in the locker room. He said, "Quote, I learn more from people outside football. I try to put as many people outside football in front of our teams as possible." Well, we at the Ziegler Auto Group seek to learn from the best inside and outside our automotive industry. And yeah, next week you'll also hear from coach Mel Tucker as well. Now let's turn to 29-time Emmy award-winning keynote speaker Bill Stainton. He joins the Driving Vision podcast after his first session with Team Ziegler several weeks ago. And yes, the story about Bill Nye, the science guy, is real. And yes, we hope to have Bill Nye on the podcast as well. We turn now to Bill Stainton.
2: We're excited to be here today with Bill Stainton. Thanks, Bill, for spending time with us. Yeah. We're backstage. We just finished up session one and. We talked about connecting the dots, innovative thinking for Ziggler Pros. Right. Mm-hmm. Super excited to have you here. Thank you. Thanks. This is an absolute blast.
0: I mean, this whole visit here has been an absolute blast.
1: Bill, it's interesting. There is a common theme in the last several sessions we've done in our Ziggler Speaker Series, and it's that of connection. Yeah. Two people connect. Why have you, before we go to the main question of the podcast, which is what is your vision of the future and how are you driving it? Why connection for you?
0: Because everything stems from connection. Everything good that happens in life comes from a connection somehow. That's where ideas come from. Ideas come from connecting. People have this mistaken idea about innovation and creativity that it's this lightning bolt that comes down. Yeah. And I talked about this in the session. And they think that's how it happens. No, it happens from connecting dots. Innovations would happen when, when you take two or more things that have never been connected before and connect them in a unique way. And that's what comedy is. My background is in comedy. In comedy, it's the same thing. You take two... Or more unrelated ideas and connect them, and you come up with the punchline. Yeah, you know that's what we call it in comedy, in creativity. You call it the, you know, the iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, boom.
1: Yeah, you know it's interesting. We've been living through this time of COVID. Isn't that a I've challenge? Yes, isn't that a challenge for connection? Like it's challenged our ability to connect. It's challenged our desire to try to connect. Uh, what do you see the challenges that's presented us and the remedy for that?
0: Well, on the one hand, it's presented challenges. But on the other hand, it's also presented opportunities. How so? Because um, now all of a sudden, like, let's, let's say a workplace. I mean, Zoom has become so commonplace. A lot of times to a fault that, I mean, Zoom fatigue is real and there are reasons for that. Yeah. But all of a sudden you can have a conversation with somebody who you would not be able to normally visit, would not be able to make it to, you know, a staff meeting or something like that. Yeah. People have joined various Zoom groups and, and things. Sometimes it's driven by a hobby. Sometimes it's, it's driven by work. So there are those opportunities that said it's it's plan B.
2: Yeah. I mean yeah.
0: plan A is is a real connection and one of the reasons for zoom fatigue interestingly enough is because real connection we are hardwired as a species to look eye to eye. Absolutely. Yes. And on Zoom you can't do that. Yeah. Either yeah. you're looking down at their picture or if you try and pretend like you're looking eye to eye yeah. You're not.
1: And by the way, you're internally distracted on a Zoom call anyway, right? So you're internally you're distracted.
0: fully, completely present. That's right. You can't read micro expressions, yeah. which again, we're hardwired to do. Yeah. And when we can't do that, it's fatiguing. It's been very, very challenging, we, of course.
1: We appreciate the message of connection. We at the Ziggler Auto Group seek to be connectors. And I think in this auto industry, it, we're naturally kind of geared towards connection and needing yes. that. We fought over the past couple of years to maintain that and even strengthen connection. So Mike, let's go and ask the question of the podcast, which is this, what is your vision of the world and how are you driving that vision to change the world? Wow. That's not a small question. (laughs) You know what? That's not a small question.
0: For my own little portion of the world, my vision is to take the mystery out of innovation and creative thinking, because that all comes down to connections and I think people tend to really underestimate their own creative abilities, their, mm. own, their own innovative bi- abilities. And most of that's because of a misunderstanding. Most people think, as I said before, that creativity or innovation is this lightning bolt that comes down. Yeah. A lot of other people think, well, no, there are creative people and there are non creative people. That's not, and, and it's I'm, a myth. I'm not one of, yeah. It's a myth. And when all of a sudden, what I try to do is open people's eyes and say, no, this is what creativity really is. It's just asking the question, how can this be better? Oh, well, I can do that. I used an example in the the session about ketchup, where the innovation was turning a ketchup bottle upside down. If you go to the grocery store now, ketchup's all pre-upside downed. Yeah.
1: That's not... (laughs) Who didn't... Why didn't someone think of that earlier, right?
0: It's such a simple solution to such a difficult age-old problem, right? Because nobody ever asked the question. We just put up with it. Yeah. And that's what most of us do. We go through life. We hit these little, little speed bumps, and some are bigger than others. Yeah. And we put up with it because we think, well, hopefully someday somebody will solve that problem. So curiosity is a key element to it. Curiosity is a, is a key element, and we all have that, and it gets weaned out of us. I mean, we all know that um, there are these stories, and and they're they're true. You know, people who go and they research, and they go to a class of first graders and say, "Raise your hand if you're creative," and every hand goes up. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then they go to like elementary school, raise your hand, and you know, seventy percent of the hands go yeah. up. and by the time you're with adults, we're in a box. Exactly, <laughs> and no, they won't let us. No out. hands go up. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> because we just we, we don't think we have it anymore. And part of it's because like, look, when you're like a kid, you're trying to figure out everything, so you are curious about everything because you yeah. don't know how the world works. By the time you get to be older, it's like, well, I've, I've got that figured out. Um, yeah, we're no longer curious. If we're driving a car, we're no longer curious about where the brake pedal is. You know, we kind of know by now.
1: One of the neat things as I think about this within the Ziegler Auto Group is I see evidence of curiosity. Mike, we see this all the time. We so do. we recently launched a couple new products within the Ziegler Auto Group. One is a CRM tool to keep track of our customers. The other is a tool that pushes inventory out to websites. And we've engaged with our teams on regular calls to ask those why questions. Right. And it's interesting how innovating and making those products better takes curiosity and it right. also takes an element of patience right as we try to come up with the innovation and not getting angry and frustrated that this right. just doesn't work
0: i'm frustrated right well here's another challenge that you have at Ziegler, because you do so many things so well when everything is screwed up it's very easy to say okay this isn't working how can we make it better yeah when things are already working, yeah, you've really got to be curious. So they're like, "Oh, think, but can it be even better?" Well, yes, of course it can. Yeah. And you have to ask questions because a lot of times, I'm not saying this is universal, but a lot of the times here at Ziegler and other corporations that have achieved, you know, the heights, you know, the peak of the mountain, you're not looking to fix things that are broken. Yeah. Because there's not that much, but look, it's working. You guys are doing really, really well and justifiably. So you're doing well internally. You're doing well externally. But so if we don't do that, if you don't keep doing that yes. intentionally, yeah. proactively, yeah. That's where a lot of companies get it wrong, and we see this all the time. And I certainly see it in, in my uh, uh, experience all the time, that companies that are doing well, they figure, okay, everything's working, and they don't do anything. They don't even think about innovating yeah. until something breaks, and by that time, it's kind of too late. So Aaron Ziegler
1: says all the time, we will always think big and we'll always be aggressive. Right? Right. We'll never not do that, and it takes, Mike, we talk a lot about courage is the word, right? Yeah, right. It does take immense and massive courage to innovate and to be curious in the face of extraordinary success, a big year.
0: It does, because with innovation, look, there are no guarantees. You know, innovation by its nature is trying something new. Yeah. And look, it can be an educated guess. I mean, you all know this industry like nobody else does. But still, you don't know for sure what it's going to look like a year from now or five years from now, certainly not 10 years from now. You, You can have educated guesses, and your guesses will be very, very educated, and they could be wrong. Yeah. Nobody planned for a pandemic. Yeah. You know, nobody knows what's going on. I mean, obviously, you've got you know, EVs and things like you know, that, but you know all those things, but you don't know. So the questions you need to ask yourself are things like, what will our customers need five years from now that they don't know that they're going to need? And how can we start doing that now? or How can we at least, at least start planning yeah. for now? So when they get there, we're right there. And that is, that's proactive thinking. Because if you just think, okay, what do they need now? Well, you're already doing that. Yeah. Like, can it be done better? Of course, everything can always be done better. CRM, you know, yeah. customer tracking—that's yeah. brilliant. That's yeah. that's fantastic. And there's different kinds of innovation too, because we think of innovation as like, how can we come up with a new and better product or service? But as you know, there's also process innovation. There's business model innovation. Yeah. You know, there's okay. So buying a car, how does it normally work? Somebody comes into a dealership, and this is what typically happens, and blah blah blah. Okay. Are there ways to innovate yeah. that?
1: And the tr- yeah. the trick with innovation is. You're going to make mistakes innovating. You are going to make mistakes. So courage requires, or curiosity requires courage, especially in the face of huge success. Right. But you've also got to be open to the possibility that you're not perfect. Fair, Mike?
2: Fair.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And it all comes, comes down to leadership. Yeah. I mean, you've got Aaron Ziegler. If he didn't really believe in it. Yeah. It would show and it would filter down. Yeah.
1: Um, it's John Maxwell's law of the lid, right? You cannot go higher than that's exactly the, right. The leader's vision will take you, and 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 we are blessed to have one that's Someone exactly who's courageous, has a big vision, and absolutely wants to win.
0: And when a leader has a vision like that, you start attracting the right people. Yeah, all of a sudden your organization becomes a magnet. Yeah, for the best and most creative and smartest talent, because yeah. when you're creative and smart, you want to work with other people who are creative and smart. So yes. you will gravitate towards a Ziegler because this is the Petri dish. Yeah, this is where I want to be. Yeah. I can fully express myself. It's really fulfilling. It's not just, it's not just a job. Yeah, absolutely. So Mike has a couple of
1: questions before I ask another question, which is how on earth does a comedian TV <laughs> personality become a pilot? That to, me seems, that, to me, seems an incredibly dangerous uh, mix, Mike. Right. Absolutely. Well, I love this topic of leadership,
2: Sam. Yes. We really invest in our leaders. Yeah. We invest in our aspiring leaders at Ziegler. So let's talk about that. You've been wildly successful, Bill. You've been a great leader in your industry. 29 Emmy Awards. Right. And you had to build that. You had to start somewhere and then go somewhere with that, right? Talk to us about what does that feel like when you're building that team and the culture and you're around just some amazing individuals as a leader?
0: You know, it's weird. I don't know if it was this way with, with Ziggler. I know Ziggler goes back, you know, before Aaron and everything. Ziggler's been around for a while. But a lot of times when you're building it, you don't really know. Okay. Like, I had no idea our show was going to last 15 years. It was, a, yeah. it was a regional comedy TV show. How long was you? Know, two years, three years, maybe five years, tops? 15 years later, we were number one. And were still number one in the ratings. We had been for 10 straight years, you know, every single week. We didn't know we were building something that would become a legend, at least certainly in, in our neck of the woods in Seattle. We didn't know we were going to build something like that. For the first several years, yeah, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I never produced a show like this. There was no model. I mean, I looked at what SNL did and The sure. Letterman Show and things sure. like that. We tried to clone what we could. You don't know, and you make a lot of mistakes. I was lucky in that when we started our show in 1984, that far back, there were only three other... I mean, there were only yeah. three options. There was ABC, NBC, CBS. Oh. Fox was not a thing. Cable was not a thing. Even if we were bad, somebody was going to watch us. <laughs> we could afford to yeah. kind of screw up as we kind of found our voice. Yeah. Once we did... Which is around year six, maybe. Okay. There was no stopping us.
2: That's that's a great story of, of your journey, right? Where you started, yeah. and where you ended up, towards
0: those twenty nine M's. Yeah. So who is? But it? again, it is as, as I said in the in the in the session earlier. Look, we we were came we were coming out with version one Yeah, sure. This isn't necessarily the finished version. You can you know play.
2: Absolutely. So in your journey, who was a mentor to you that stood out? And what qualities did you take from that?
0: Boy, there were there were a few. I had a chance to work with Jerry Seinfeld a number of times. Wow. Mm. And I'll be talking about him a little later on today. Oh, that's neat. Um, but one of the things about Jer- Jerry was, um, he's the most disciplined person. Okay. And there's a fantastic book. It wasn't out when he was doing this. But if you read the book and if you know Jerry's story, it's like, wow, that's it. called The One Thing. Okay. Okay. Um, it's written by a guy who had a real estate chain. Um, can't think of it, but anyhow, yeah. the, the book is called "The One Thing," and it basically is: What's the one thing you can do every day, or at least every week, that will move the needle? That, if, as long as you do this one thing,
2: yeah.
0: most of the everything else will kind of fall into place. Mm. So, Jerry, of course, you know this book didn't exist when Jerry was starting, but he he had that mindset, and when he was starting off as a struggling comic in New York. He thought, okay, what's you know what, what's what can I do? And he decided. I'm going to write jokes every day. Now he could have picked other things. He could say, oh, "I'm going sure. to call on comedy clubs." I'm going to, do but for him, it was like, "I'm going to write jokes." He bought himself a big wall calendar, and every day after he wrote jokes, he would put a big X on the date. He still does that to this day, every single really? day. And his whole thing is, "Don't break the chain." Success is not a fluke. Success is habit. Success is about what do you do every day. Success is not about what what do you do once in a while yeah and by the way bill there
1: Absolutely. are apps you can get for your iphone we were talking about earlier yeah, that right. actually establish the chain and help you to not break it it's a great right. habit i didn't realize that jerry seinfeld adapted that but what a, what yeah, a genius he still does, does it it's a much nicer works. wall
0: calendar on yeah. a much nicer wall now yeah, yeah. but he still <laughs> writes the jokes every single day because that's, that's his. Awesome. as long as i do yeah. that other yeah. things will what a so great for, strategy yeah, yeah great and it strategy. works for your personal life for your yeah. professional life like if you're you know in a relationship with a significant other, yeah. What's something you know? I'll just, what if I leave a little note every day? What you know? What, what's something I can do every day if, for whatever's important? Absolutely, absolutely. You
2: know, I used to teach science to third graders. Yeah, so Bill, I know. Bill and I was a huge, huge part of our classroom,
0: and felt like a friend back then. What's he really like behind the scenes? Can you tell us? Yeah, he is brilliant and he is crazy. I've known Bill since um, way before he was a science guy. He was a writer on my show, right? Writer and performer. Just like he's eccentric. Yeah. Let's call him eccentric. <laughs> but the thing was, at the time, I worked full-time, but most of, most of my staff had, had the summer off. And that's when so I'm up in Seattle. Bill worked for Boeing during mm-hmm. the summer, designing and building things that wow. the three of us are not allowed to know about. <laughs> it's like, wow. Much less understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Much, much less understand. I mean, he is, I mean, he's an engineer by yeah. trade. He's wildly creative. He is driven. He is, um, he'll say what's on his mind.
2: Okay. uh,
0: And that gets him into trouble sometimes. Do you know the, the, the series Masterclass where like Steve Martin teaches comedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Bill Nye, um, he has one now and I, and I've watched it and it's on science and, uh, critical thinking or something like that. It's really brilliant and all it's, it's all about looking at things critically he's a great guy what i like about him is that he's vastly more successful than i am but he'll still pick up my phone call <laughs> yeah. so, so mike we have a proposal right yeah. for the driving vision podcast. absolutely
1: so you know bill nye i do is an icon among many kids <laughs> definitely I've got, an innovator i've got i've got, I've got his number at, on my you phone you were at the beginning of that process of his career uh, we talked about how great it would be to, on the Driving Vision podcast, talk right. about the beginnings of that, have a conversation around it. Right. So we so we issue a challenge to Mr. Bill Nag <laughs> through you All right, so All both right. of there you back go. on the podcast. You don't have to be here live. We can All do right. it remotely. Uh, we'll send you the software, and it would be a hoot of a conversation oh. to have. I'll, so I'll reach out to him. How that I'll early call. connection yeah. ended up not only leading to one career, but a great lesson to us here at the Ziegler Auto Group of the importance of talking to that crazy lady in the middle of the airplane scene right, or right. Uh, allowing that crazy science kid the opportunity to get up on TV? How many of those opportunities? And I think another another good cool lesson mess.
0: is Bill Nye literally was created out of a moment of failure and desperation yeah, yes. when something went very, very wrong and we had to, you know, to punt. I have one more question, Bill, and I'm going to turn it over to Sam in closing. I got to ask you, what's next for you? I want to find a way to make a bigger difference with innovation. Okay. Not just because the world needs new products and new services, but I think if people can start thinking of themselves as innovators, I think the world will be a better place because innovation is really just a problem solver. An innovator is a problem solver. That's all it is. And like I said, so many people, you know, we run into problems or we see things that, oh, I don't much like that. Don't much care for that. And that's where we leave it. Yeah. But what if we said don't much care for that? Wonder how it can be better. Sure. Maybe you'll come up with something. Maybe you won't. But what if? I mean, can you imagine working in a company where everybody came to work every day saying, "How can I make this better? Oh, yeah. oh. How can I make this business better?" Yeah,
2: you feel you feel it. Right? You feel the, the energy. Feel and
0: you've got that energy here.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, you I don't know if it was intentional or just you know uh, just coincidence, but you know, in that room, you feel the energy. Oh
1: yeah. And you know that sort of echoes uh, something we heard in the past at the Ziegler Speaker Series. There was an executive from Stryker. Oh, and, yeah, uh, A very successful uh, medical supply company who stood before us and reminded us that one of the key things they do in their company is they ask, what more can I do that day? Right. So that's a beautiful refrain. It's a great yeah. reminder to us. We are so grateful to have had you here at the Zuber oh, Auto Group My pleasure. Week. Believe me. We're excited to have you on the podcast. We look forward to following up <laughs> on Bill Nye. Oh, that would be a, a, Dream that would come be true. a heck of hold, a lot of fun. Hold that, Mike. Yes. I'm hold, get, I'm hold, get in touch that, with me next week. Say, yeah, have you gotten a hold of Bill that, yet? That, will. that That will be a heck of a lot of fun to have you back. But then also <laughs> here. One now, of again, things. he is crazy, so I can't guarantee anything. No, that's We okay. can
2: edit, it, Sam. What, <laughs> that's right. One of the things we love to do, Bill, is
1: a, a month down the road, is what are the ripples in the pond that your training has created in the lives of the people that have listened today? And that is a question that we would love to ask down the road, maybe a month, month and a half and see what the responses are. You've been so inspirational. You've been so helpful to all of us. So thank you for being on the show. Thank Thank you. you.
0: Thanks for having me thank you to the whole Ziegler family.
1: Thank you, Mike Van Ryn and Bill Staten for contributing to this week's podcast. Next week, we'll feature Michigan State coach Mel Tucker. Until then, how are you driving vision today?